Welcome to Social in 5, your go-to source for social media marketing made simple. I'm your host, Haley. I've spent my career working in social and seen it from all the angles, from corporate to head of social at an ad agency to running my own consultancy today. As a solopreneur wearing all of the hats and trying to juggle everything, I get it. You need simple strategies and tools that work without spending half the day on your phone. That's exactly why we're here. This podcast is dedicated to helping you uncover your brand's secret sauce, content plan of action, and put you front of mind for your dream customers. Hey, welcome back to the Social in 5 podcast. This is episode number 18, and we just wrapped the content planning workshop. But if you still want to get in, you can still head to hayleyhilton.com forward slash workshop and you can get the full replay and the content smart playbook so head over to hayleyhilton.com forward slash workshop if you still want to get in the content planning workshop and watch the full replay all right but back to today's episode so if you saw my instagram stories last week you'll know that it is that time of year again when i have to go in with all of the papers to renew my business license and Every year, it's kind of the time that I get to look back on the last year and take a review of what were some of the biggest wins and what were some of the biggest mistakes that I can learn from. And this year, it will be four years whoop, whoop, since I started working for myself. So I thought I'd go back into my notes, kind of summarize the biggest lessons from the last four years with you in the hope that something in there resonates or helps you. So while I was going through my notes, I remembered that this moment that when I decided it was time to leave, right? When did I decide to actually quit the safety and security of a monthly income to leave and work for myself? And I could immediately take myself back there. And I remembered sitting behind my desk, just thinking, I had this like nagging feeling that there has to be more than this. I found that my values and some of the experiences and discussions I was having just didn't resonate with me and the things that I was being asked to do. And listen, this is nothing negative about the organization. This just felt out of alignment with my values. And honestly, it's hard to explain because I felt this on a really deep gut level. So when I resigned, (laughs) and honestly, when I resigned, it couldn't have come at a worse time because I had just paid off my wedding, paid for my first apartment, But it was like there was a force stronger than me telling me I needed to make this change. I didn't even know it back then, but I was so burnt out. So thank God I did. I quit. I handed in my laptop and said goodbye to the boardrooms. And I'll be real with you. I didn't have all the details figured out. I just went into this mode of it's okay. Like I trust that I can do this. This needs to work. I will figure it out. So when I look back now, I think one of the first mistakes that I really made was I said yes to absolutely every job that came in and every client that came my way. I was so grateful because I'd built this really strong network and they were now reaching out to me and I just said yes because bills, right? I needed money. But I quickly found out that I was on the path to building myself another agency and I was doing exactly the same things probably even more than I was doing, but now I'm doing it all from home. And everyone around me was like, Haley, you're doing great. You should build your own agency. But I knew that this wasn't what I wanted. I didn't want to end up doing the same thing that I was before. And this is where the power of identifying your own mission, 
getting really clear on what success looks like for you. What is your mission? What do you want to be working towards every single day? And just getting really clear on your values and what you stand for and your principles, it is so important to helping you and guide those decisions, those big decisions. And when I thought about it, the more I thought about it, I wanted to have freedom and I wanted to make an impact and see that impact. I wanted to be hands-on. So I knew that building an agency wasn't going to be right for me and that I needed to continue to focus on creating accessible and affordable social media education for small businesses because that's what really motivated me. And I was able to do this by working for myself and not building an agency. It gave me that freedom to work from anywhere and from at any time. Now, the second biggest lesson was to stop worrying about what other people think about me and what I was doing. Because I had left this big corporate environment, I felt like I had to play by these corporate rules, right? And be serious and use big smarty pant jargon words like all the other agencies. Because honestly, if I think about it, I was worried about what my old colleagues would say about me. I felt stuck like navigating between being corporate and really finding my own voice. For a lot of that time, that meant that I resisted putting myself out there on social media. I mean, I made excuses like never having enough time. I'd rather focus on my clients. But I knew inside it was because I was still figuring this out. And it wasn't that there was anything more that I had to learn. It was more about a process of what I had to unlearn. Unlearning all of that corporate conditioning and expectations about what, a, what I thought a real business had to look like. For example, like I like to swear or not take things too seriously sometimes. So I just started to bring that out more. And it feels so much more natural and authentic that it makes content creation so much easier. The result is I started to notice that I was also attracting more of the right kind of clients to me. And it was transformational, to be honest. So when I stopped to worry about what other people thought and I just focused on the client in front of me, my target audience, what they needed, how I could help them, honestly, it changed how I showed up on social media because I was focusing on them. And this is one of the key things to remember because it's not about us. It's about the audience that we're speaking to and how the content that we're putting out there is helping them. And that really just like takes your ego out the side. And you stop to care about what other people might think and you just focus on helping people and putting out content coming from a place of service rather than a place from ego. Lesson number three is that once you start working for yourself, it becomes very clear very quickly like where your strengths and weaknesses lie. Because maybe in the corporate world you had people who were doing certain parts of the business and now it's all on you. So you need to do like this open honest assessment of where you're at, where you have development areas that maybe need some help and where you actually just need to hire somebody who's going to support you. So for me, I've never loved maths. It's not my thing. Give me a writing assignment or some big picture creative thinking and I'm all over it. But ask me to sit down and fill in an Excel sheet. I'd rather go to the dentist for root canal. So I quickly realized that this little business would be in a mess without someone here to help me with finance and admin. So I quickly found someone that, he, that I trust and he's been managing all of that for me, getting my taxes in every quarter, keeping track of expenses and all that other fun stuff so that I can use that time more productively to focus on the stuff that I'm good at. So really do an honest assessment of where you are, where you need someone to help and support you. 
or maybe where's an area that you need to just, you know, work on and develop. Which leads me to lesson number four. Don't hold back or skimp on investing in yourself. I invest time and money into constantly learning and upskilling myself. And that might be listening to a podcast or signing up for a course and committing to it. So I've recently just invested $2,000 into a course with Gabby Bernstein on Unlocking Purpose. And I know that a lot of what I will learn in this course will be passed on through me and actually have an impact and help my clients. I also, you know, I've learned the hard way that you need to invest in the right tools that are going to make your life easier and not harder. Because when I first started, it was a painful learning curve of signing up and putting my credit card down for tools that were just complicated. I was ended up watching YouTube tutorials for hours trying to figure them out. And then I felt like I was duct taping them to work together smoothly. And that almost never happened. It was a lot of wasted time and money until I finally found my go-to tools, or I like to call them seriously like business partners, because they just make life easier for me. And the one that is on top of that list is my all-in-one tool for my website. I use it for my landing pages, sales pages, email marketing, online courses, CRM, and more. And that tool is called Kajabi. Like, I am not even being dramatic when I say that it is a lifesaver. Knowing what a headache life was before this tool, honestly, thank God for technology like this. And I have included a link to sign up for Kajabi in the show notes of this episode. If anyone is looking for a tool like this, full disclosure, I do have an affiliate link where I will get a commission for every new paid customer who signs up with my link, which is another reason why you might want to sign up. Because if you really need this tool, and I promise you now, you will love it and you will want to tell everyone about it. So the bonus is that when you tell people about it, you get rewarded for that. All right. I also use... QuickBooks for all of my accounting, for working with my accountant, for all of my invoicing. I use G Suite for my custom email. I use a lot of different apps on my phone, which I'll share another day. And yeah, one of my most used apps is, is just the Notes app on Apple, where I write down like all of different content ideas. I also have an app called Notion, which is great for note taking. Headliner, which is great for remembering pieces of a podcast. Yeah. I think I need to do a whole nother episode on mobile apps. All right, finally, onto lesson number five. This is for the service providers or anyone who's selling time for money in any way. You're gonna quickly realize that you only have so much time and that if you wanna help more people, you have to figure out a way to be more efficient and scale. And that's where you need to start thinking about how you turn your service into a product. And this is where, you know, you can start to think about creating a digital product. So for example, instead of selling social media consultancy hours, which is very broad and open-ended, I could sell Get Your Content Strategy as a digital course where I've got pre-created templates and videos that people can follow along. And so what it does is it helps create efficiency, not only for me, but for the client as well, because it gets them results faster. So there you have it. To wrap it up, the five biggest lessons I've learned since starting my business are, one, when you say yes to something, you are gonna attract more of that. So be sure what you are saying yes to is what you really want. When you start to say no, you'll notice it opens up space for more of what you do want. So spend some time getting super clear on your vision, your mission, and your values. Number two, focus on the impact you wanna create. Stop worrying about what everyone else thinks. Speak your truth because that's what you're here to do. 
Let that come through authentically in whatever way or form it does. Number three, be open to help and support. Don't try to do everything yourself. You have to do an honest assessment of your own strengths and weaknesses or your development areas and just get really clear about where you need that help and support. Number four, don't hold back on investing in yourself. Keep learning, growing, and investing in the tools that will help save you time and headaches. It's worth it. Finally, number five, if you are a service provider, look at how you can turn your services into products to help you grow your scale and impact. That's it. Wow, when you look at it like that, like you see how much you've been through. It's been a journey of ups and downs for the last four years, but with a learning or growth mindset, it helps you to see these mistakes as your biggest lessons. So I'm sure I'll have a lot more lessons to share with you this time next year, 2022. Anyone else feeling so ready for Christmas? Is it too early to put up a tree? Guys, I'm feeling so festive. I think it's the lead up to Christmas that is the best part. Maybe we need a festive themed episode. Ooh. All right, friends. Anyway, that is our Social and Five on our mission to make social media work for you and not the other way around. If you like that episode, let me know. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or not. It's also fine. Chat to you soon.